0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? No. Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Profit Podcast. It's week five, part two of the starts and the sits. I'm just going to jump into it because you all are very busy. There's college football to watch, okay? I know you're all busy. There's a lot of college football on today to watch. And quite frankly, after this, I'm going to go watch some college football. So let's just jump into the matchup that we left off on yesterday, Miami and Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette, bam, smash week on its way for Leonard Fournette. Fournette. He's been getting volume. He's been racking up yards. He isn't finding the end zone against Miami. Miami's defense last year, they were pretty fierce. This year, terrible. They are going to give up a touchdown finally to Leonard Fournette. Without Rob Gronkowski playing, Fournette is going to see more opportunities and production around the 5-6 yard line. So Leonard Fournette Right out of the gates, I'm giving a somewhat bold prediction—not even that bold—that Leonard Fournette, the clear-cut starter in Tampa Bay at this point, scores a touchdown, 80 yards, boom, smash play, Leonard Fournette. Tom Brady, as always, is startable. Last week, though, was a bit scary against New England, but I think that was a bit of New England just knew exactly how to how to kind of to, to to eliminate Tom Brady's favorite plays, and they did that. I think he rebounds against Miami. Um, Mike Evans without Gronk is startable as well. He even had a good game last week. He saw 12 targets without Gronk. He's going to see more targets once again. So I'm starting him. And of course, I'm starting Chris Godwin as well. You start those receivers every time. And Antonio Brown is a considerable flex option. I am starting him as a flex. He saw 11 targets. Listen, without Gronk there, Gronk eats up six targets a game or so. Without Gronk there, Antonio Brown, Chris, uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are all starts, in my opinion, and so is Leonard Fournette. The touchdown, it's available, and Brady should be able to support three wide receivers now. Now, on Miami's side of the ball, Tampa Bay's rush defense has been very strong, so I'm not interested in starting Gaskin or Ahmed or Malcolm Brown. I'm not interested in starting Brissette, but I am interested in starting Jalen Waddell, the man who is seeing a, a, a very high amount of targets so far this season. Last week, not as many, but uh, week three, he had 13 targets, 12 receptions. He's not racking up a lot of yards, but Tampa Bay's pass defense has been very porous throughout the first four weeks. They, they have been um, very bad so far. And Jalen Waddell should see about eight targets for about 70 yards. That's what I would expect for Jalen Waddle. Now, he has the talent, the speed, the playmaking abilities to break something off and we could see those those targets 70 yards I said turn into 150 yards on one play so Jalen Waddle I am actually starting in this matchup and Parker I don't like him as much but he is a considerable flex option because of this weak defense because Miami is going to have to lean on those two players much more than the run game I am flexing Parker and wide receiver two Jalen Waddle this coming week Moving on, New Orleans and Washington. I think Washington has a decent chance to actually win this game against the Saints. Their defense, it has been bad so far, but I think if they figure it out, it's against Jameis Winston, someone who's capable of letting defense figure things out, you know, four interceptions. He can just give them that. So Jameis Winston, I'm not going to start him. Taylor Heineke, I'm probably not going to start. Antonio Gibson, we've got to start. He's been somewhat disappointing so far, although he's put two... Decent games back to back. New Orleans isn't a great matchup, but I am still starting him. Uh, we we got news about a shin injury. We're not really sure exactly uh, how severe this is. He says he's playing through it, so I'm keeping Gibson in my lineup as always. And and uh, J.D. Kissick, uh, he. He put up a great game last week, 16 points. Week two, 20 points. Now, the weeks in between those, weeks one and three, he put up a combined five points. So J.D. McKissick is the definition of a boom or bust player. If you need a boom, if you're looking at your flex options and ones, you, okay, he's going to score me eight to 10 points, put in McKissick. Put in McKissick because I'd rather have five points or 20 points instead of eight to 12. Now, if you don't need that spark, that boom play, if you've got someone who's going to put up 15, go with that, go with that. So that JD McKissick, boomer bus play as usual. Kamara, disappointing week last week, 12 points. He's had two disappointing weeks, but we're starting him, of course. I think he rebounds against Washington. Terry McLaurin is the wide receiver that I am starting. He is absolutely phenomenal this year. Number eight wide receiver in PPR leagues, 30 points last week. Of course, you're starting him. But against New Orleans, I think Terry McLaurin puts up another 20 point game, 20 plus points. He is the 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 hinge that this offense hinge that this the door that this offense hinges on. The hinge that this door hinges he, he's a key component to the Washington football offense. He is the key component to this Washington football team. And I'm starting him no matter what at this point. But that's, that's about it in this matchup. Not many people I'm interested in. Chicago and Vegas. Justin Fields getting the start. Last week, he put up an exciting six points. Okay. Um, Justin Fields, I cannot wait for the uh, Carl Nasib, I've come for your pickle TikToks. I, I might actually go make one in about 10 seconds uh, and then put it in drafts. So on. Sunday when he gets sacked, I can post it and then get the the views and the the likes and the validation. Uh, but those are going to come up big. Uh, Justin Fields, as always, put him on your bench, stash him because we saw in week two he ran the ball ten times. If he he starts running the ball more, he's going to be a fantasy um, league winner. Any quarterback who runs the ball a lot is a fantasy league winner, and he's got the Giants in Seattle minnesota down the stretch in the playoffs which are favorable matchups the way it's looking right now so he's definitely someone to stash we're not starting though yet Derek carr he's startable he had a disappointing game last week but the other three weeks of the season he was very solid putting up over 20 points in each game he's a lower end quarterback one josh jacobs is back and I'm starting Josh Jacobs. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. I don't think Justin Fields and the Bears are going to put up a ton of points. So I think Josh Jacobs sees enough volume to be a solid RB2. And Kenyon and Drake, he's the handcuff that you must roster because Josh Jacobs gets injured a lot. And if Josh Jacobs misses significant time, Kenyon Drake, as a receiving back, he will be very valuable. So continue to roster Kenyon Drake. On the Chicago sides of the ball for running backs, Damian Williams is the man to own. He looked good last week, put up 55 yards and a touchdown, 15 points. Uh, he's startable this week as well. I'm not expecting anything, you know, extraordinary, but I think he's startable. Uh, he was a very fantasy relevant running back when he was a starter uh, before coming to Chicago. So I, I, with, with David Montgomery out, I would expect that to continue. Allen Robinson <laughs> Can we start Allen Robinson? Can we start Allen Robinson? At this point, I, no, I'm not banking on it. If, if you've got Jalen Waddell or Allen Robinson, I would probably start Jalen Waddle. I would feel more comfortable doing that. It's not to say Allen Robinson is bad, but right now the fantasy points, they're not going Allen Robinson's way. We've seen Darnell Mooney produce more so far this season. He's the 50th-ranked wide receiver. Allen Robinson is 67th in standard leagues. He hasn't put up... The highest points he scored this week is 10. This whole season, 10 points is the highest he's put up in a PPR league. Darnell Mooney has the upside, and he has as safe of a floor as Allen Robinson. So if we have to start a wide receiver here, it's Darnell Mooney. Oh, uh, wow. How the mighty have fallen. Henry Ruggs, he's not someone I'm really going to start yet. He'd have to show me more consistent production. Hunter Renfro, though, in PPR leagues, extremely consistent, solid player right now. 13 points, 10 points, 18, 15. Very consistent wide receiver three flex play. Uh, he, He is very much startable as a flex, and you should expect, you know, 12 to 15 points from Hunter Renfro. Edwards, Brian Edwards. We could start if... This game was only fourth quarter with three minutes left. But alas, it is not. So we're not starting him. And then Darren Waller, of course, is a start as well. Moving on, Cleveland and the Chargers. Baker Mayfield, does he get things back together? I'm not really starting Baker until he he shows us some more accuracy. He's had a rough start to the season. Just hasn't looked good, to be quite frank. Uh, Justin Herbert, though, complete other side of the spectrum. He looked phenomenal, week four, phenomenal week three. We're starting Justin Herbert. He is a solid mid-tier quarterback one. I'm old enough to remember when he was going to have a a bust season because of the sophomore slump and all good quarterbacks have terrible second seasons as we've seen from Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes. And I, I don't even know, like, I, I was never on board with the Justin Herbert is going to flop in his second year because historically speaking, quarterbacks don't do as well. I, I wasn't on board with that. We could see the arm talent last year when he'd zip it 80 yards downfield. I, I went, okay, this guy's a real deal. I I didn't like predict that. I wasn't going into the season going, guys, Justin Herbert's the real deal. No, I saw it. And then when everyone said he's going to bust in second season, I was kind of thinking, why? If the only argument is because other people have busted, it's not a very good argument in my opinion. It's not a very good argument because he's not the same person as Baker Mayfield or whoever, I don't know. Austin Eckler, phenomenal season so far. He's the number two running back in both PPR and Standard Leagues. We're starting him, of course. Nick Chubb, he has to be in your lineup. He has to be in your lineup based on where you drafted him, based on the matchup being juicy. But... um. Does he rebound this week? I made a bunch of TikToks talking about how Kareem Hunt is like the better player for this team right now. And I still believe that, but I actually do think in this week against the Chargers, Nick Chubb goes off and puts up, you know, 120 yards and a score at least. I think this is a big Nick Chubb week. Not to say I'm benching Hunt, but, you know, it fluctuates. It goes Hunt, Hunt, Chubb, Hunt, Chubb, Chubb, Hunt, Chubb, Chubb, Hunt, Hunt. Hunt. You know, you know how it goes. And I think this is a Chub week more than Hunt. Hunt is still startable, especially in those PPR leagues. But uh, this is a Nick Chub week, in my opinion. All righty, Keenan Allen, we're starting. He's the wide receiver one for a good quarterback. He hasn't been insanely prolific in terms of fantasy points, but he's a, he's a must-start. Mike Ed Williams, though, is also a must-start. He put up a dud week last week. Two points. Should have been a lot more. They missed on a deep touchdown. I'm not worried that the, the volume has been great this whole season. The skill set, Mike Williams has very similar to Mike, uh, Michael Thomas's usage with the Saints. So Mike Williams, he's a must start against Cleveland. I think he'll get it done. He'll have a big bounce back. Odell Beckham, can we start him? No, we have to wait for Baker to show us something more. San Francisco, Arizona. Here we go. Here's where things are going to get interesting. Trey Lance, I talked about it. I said, okay, guys, roster Trey Lance, but don't start him yet. I'm, I'm changing my mind. Start Trey Lance. Top 12 quarterback this week. Uh, I think he'll be a top 12 quarterback this week. Trey Lance, the amount of times he'll run this week and the yards he'll run for and the touchdowns he'll run for, that is making me higher and higher and higher on him the more I think about it. If Trey Lance, he's been named starter he scored 20 points in the second half last week. Seven rushes, seven rushes for 41 yards. Trey Lance, he's got some big play wide receivers. I think we can start Trey Lance and have a very prolific fantasy day. I think San Francisco loses this game to Arizona. I think he makes some bad plays. I think the film people here on TikTok talk about this is why Trey Lance will never be a good quarterback. Look, he panics in the pockets and instead of stepping up into the pocket, he tries to scramble and then throws across the back. Okay, okay, I don't care. He's going to do well in fantasy. That's what this page is about. Fantasy football. Trey Lance, boom play of the week. Kyler Murray. Okay, we're also starting, of course. Best quarterback in fantasy. Chase Edmonds, dealing with a shoulder injury. He has been a great surprise this year. He's been a phenomenal RB2. Ranks as the 13th PPR running back. Now, if you're in a standard league, not, not so great. Only 25th running back. So very different story. If he's playing, yes, we start him because he gets a lot of receptions and those are valuable in PPR leagues. Now, if he's not, James Conner becomes very interesting because James Conner has seen double-digit or or double-digit rushing attempts in three of the four games this season. And he's putting up touchdowns, four touchdowns in the last two weeks. And if Chase Edmonds is gone, he's really the only running back besides, I guess, uh, Jonathan Ward. So if... Chase Edmonds is gone. I'm playing James Conner as an RB, 2 I'm not playing a running back in San Francisco with any confidence. I guess if I had to choose one, um, I don't even know. Elijah Mitchell is back, but Trey Sermon's also there now. I, I don't know. I, I would flip a coin if someone put a gun to my head, but without the gun to my head, I'm not going to start either. I have better options in every league. Debo Samuel, he's having some, some big games. And he's a must start because it seems that defense is it's not that Debo is like an incredible route runner and just separates from the, the defense just forgets he exists for like two plays a game. They just forget about him. He just walks around. The defense isn't following him. Uh, so Debo Samuel, especially I think it's Byron Murphy, is dealing with an injury on the Cardinals game time decision. If he's out, Debo could have a massive game. And also, Brandon Ayuk, what is going on? Still hasn't really appeared this season. We're not starting him. Debo Samuel is the guy to start in San Francisco. Now, Arizona, that side of the ball for the receivers, such a weird, weird situation. It's I mean, it's one, two, three, four, four-man, roulette, where Hopkins, Green, Kirk, and more. So Hopkins, you have to start because of the talent, because of the draft capital you spend on him. He's the wide receiver one. I know he hasn't been performing up to your expectations, but you have to start him. AJ Green is a startable flex. He's putting up some really good numbers, 13 points, 16 points, 17 points. He's a startable flex. Christian Kirk is a startable flex as well. And then Rondale Moore in this matchup is a startable flex as well. I think this will be a high scoring matchup. If I had to rank them, Personally, I'm probably not going to start any of them because I would rather not play the roulette in my matchups. If I had to start one of them, though, I think this week I would go Rondale Moore, followed by Green, followed by Kirk. I think that is the, the way I would go in this matchup. I think this is going to be higher scoring and favor big plays. I think Rondale Moore is the guy for that. But it's roulette. It's, it's roulette. We will have the big game. It's Roulette. But I would choose if I had to, Ron Elmore, this week. All right, Giants in Dallas. I've got another player that I think will have a very good game this week, and that is Kadarius Tony. Uh he's a yards after catch monster. He's hard to take down. He looks so fun uh, when he's running the ball. It looks so much. It looks like so much fun. He he's fun to watch. We'll go with that. Kadarius Tony, he reminds me uh, of almost like he's not like um, Odell Beckham, but he reminds me of that. As in, we see someone in a Giants uniform running the ball, making people miss. You know, going on a slant, making people miss after the catch. It looked like that for a second. It made it made my heart tingle. It made my heart tingle. Uh, I'll be honest, Kadarius Tony makes my heart tingle. Okay, um, uh, uh Kadarius Tony. So. Last week, nine targets, six receptions, 78 yards. He looked the part of their wide receiver one. Now, this is not a happy matchup against Dallas, but I think he's startable as a flex, and I think he'll have a good game. But you have to have him on your roster because here's the thing. Kenny Galladay is a walking, limping injury. He gets hurt all the time. And if Daniel Jones is turning a corner, which it seems like he is, So far this season, he's looking way better than he has in the past. If Daniel Jones is turning this corner and becoming a competent quarterback, the wide receivers will benefit. The wide receiver that will benefit most would be Galladay firsthand. But if Galladay's hurt, Kadarius Toney will be the main benefactor of this Daniel Jones breakout season. So I'm not calling the Daniel Jones breakout season yet. Yeah, it's been four weeks. But if this is happening, which we're seeing signs of, we're seeing, oh, he ran for 100 yards, then he threw for 400 yards, then he went again without an interception. If we're seeing these signs, we have to pick up these wide receivers and say, okay, if this breakout for Daniel Jones happens, these two guys, Galladay and Tony, are going to be very, very valuable in fantasy. And they weren't drafted as very valuable pieces, but we have to change our expectations. I have to get in a different mindset of what Daniel Jones might be. I don't like I didn't like Daniel Jones. I did, okay, I don't dislike him or anything. I didn't think he was very good. The more I watch him this season the more I'm thinking okay, he's looking a lot better. I was wrong about the decision. I judged him too quickly. I didn't give him enough time. He's looking better. He's looking to prove me wrong. And if he does, which I'm thinking he's going to, then I Uh, conversely have to like Kadarius Toney, especially when we watch the film and see him break 10 guys ankles. Kadarius Toney, get him on your roster. He's startable, but most importantly just get him on your roster before it appears to everyone else that Daniel Jones has taken this this turn. Get Kadarius Toney on your roster. It's imperative. C.D. Lamb last week put up three points the week before he put up nine. Not good for the people who were so in love with C.D. Lamb before the season started. Now against the Giants, they give a big, big game to Terry McLaurin. I think C.D. Lamb rebounds. I think he goes for 80 yards in a score. I think this is a C.D. Lamb week. Amari Cooper, you're also going to start most likely, although he's, he's very boomer bust. You know, 38 points, 5, 5, 15. Uh, so so it's, it's always boomer bust, but I think this C.D. Lamb has a revival week against New York uh, so Dak Prescott, we're starting Zeke. We're starting Saquon. Of course, we're starting. He's looked, he looks, he's looked good the past two weeks. He's looked really good. Happy about that. All right, a few games left. We've got Buffalo, Kansas City. We're starting Josh Allen. Of course, we're starting Patrick Mahomes. Of course, we're starting Zach Moss. He's been he's been good. We're starting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Stephon Diggs, we're starting Tyreek Hill. Hill, we're starting. Try to see if there are any any players that, you know, aren't just must starts that I actually think you should start. I don't think so. This matchup is very just, you know, self-explanatory. I, I don't have any opinions here. I think Buffalo wins. Okay, Indianapolis, Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, we're starting. Carson Wentz, we're not. Latavius Murray, we are starting. He uh, is looking to be the featured back. Uh, Tyson Williams, I don't know what happened. He, he looked great. Early on in the season, and they stopped giving him the ball. And it looks to be the Latavius Murray show. Tyson Williams, it's too early to completely drop him, but monitor that. But Latavius Murray is a start this week. So is Jonathan Taylor, of course. Marquise Hollywood Brown, pick him up. Get him on your team. Trade for him. Trade for Marquise Hollywood Brown. Trade for Marquise Hollywood Brown. He's only started in 65% of leagues. He has been so good 19 points, 23 points, 8 points, 19 points. And the week where he had eight points, he had drops. That is why he didn't score. And that is better, in my opinion, than if he hadn't been able to get open. A drop is better. He got open for three touchdowns. It didn't happen he dropped them. That is bad, I know. But he got open for three touchdowns. So that doesn't make me as concerned. And then he came back in week four and made some incredible catches. So I'm not really worried about the hands. Marquise Holly of Brown, high-end wide receiver two with upside. Get him on your team before people start to actually realize that this is the real Marquise Brown. Michael Pittman is becoming the wide receiver one on the Colts. And like, not just the wide receiver, he's becoming a good wide receiver one. He's 6'4", 223 pounds, and he's seeing a lot of targets. He reminds me a lot when I watch him play of Michael Thomas. You know, tall, uh, incredible hands he's he's great. Get Michael pip 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 get Michael Pittman on your team. I don't know why I stuttered there. That was weird. Pit, 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 pit. get Michael Pip 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 get Michael Pittman on your team. Okay. Um, people aren't really considering him anything of value. I don't think uh, people value him as like wide receiver three, which is where he's performing, but I think he's gonna finish higher than that. All righty, Mark Andrews, you're starting, of course. All right, Rams in Seattle, they finished up their game. So we have made it through the week five matchups. Reminder, set your lineups for that Jets Atlanta game that kicks off 9.30 Eastern time, a.m., a.m., 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, 6.30 Pacific or whatever California is in time, And then I'm going to go through right now and just give you some players that I just, you know, for whatever reason, maybe yesterday I didn't say, but I think Jamar Chase, big week. I think Jalen Hurts, big week. I think uh, Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts, big week. LaVisca Chenault, big week. James Robinson, big week. Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, big week. Trey Lance, Rondale Moore, big week. Kadarius Tony, big week. All right, there's like the 10-second summary of my like boom plays. And before you go, I gotta tell you my picks for prize picks, my selections. These are the selections that I have put my own money on. And you can either do these or do some other ones. see if you can make more money than I did, I put eight bucks on this. See, you you don't have to gamble a lot. You don't have to put a lot of money down. I put eight bucks. It's about two cups of coffee. And if I win this, I get $80, which is a lot more cups of coffee. CeeDee Lamb over 0.5 touchdowns. If he scores a touchdown, I win that one. Justin Jefferson over 82.5 receiving yards. I'm expecting a big game from Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. I'm expecting that connection to go poof this week. So I'm going over on that. Jamar Chase over 60.5 receiving yards. Remember yesterday, I talked about how I think The Bengals could almost beat the Packers in this game. Jamar Chase is the reason why. Cordero Patterson over 36.5 receiving yards. This is out of necessity. There aren't any other players. He has to do it. And then Jalen Hurts over 43.5 rushing yards. I think this will be a close game. I think it will be high scoring. And in that close game, Jalen Hurts is going to have to take off and do what he does best, which is run the ball to get the Eagles downfield into scoring positions. Jalen Hurts over 43.5 rushing yards. This is the last chance to get the Jalen Hurts helmet. The next time they send me my like, analytics of who signed up, I'm giving it away immediately. That email is supposed to come on Monday. So use promo code PROFIT. Download prize picks using that promo code. Make your initial deposit, play whatever. And you're automatically entered for the Jalen Hurts autographed helmet. And I'm giving it away as soon as I get that notification of who is entered. This is pretty much the last chance. It will come on Monday. So hurry up. Use promo code profit, download prize picks, and have fun. That is most of all, have fun. I love setting the notifications for the players that I put money on and just keeping up to date with what they're doing. It's fun. All right. So that is the end of this week five starts and sits. Monday morning, you know the drill the week five recap where we go over what I got right, what we got wrong, and some things we learned. And I will see you all next time.